This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We are. We are. We are Cultivate. 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 We are Cultivate. Just outside the busy city of Melbourne, Australia, a group of people functioned in almost complete secrecy for decades, beginning in the 1960s under the direction of a woman who thought herself to be the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Um, Anne Hamilton Burns' plan to develop a master race for a conflict that hadn't yet begun included kidnapping, drug-related rituals, and torture. The family cult eventually gathered a following of up to 500 individuals before it all came crashing down due to the actions of one rebellious teenager. Hello, ghoul friends and spook daddies. Welcome to this week's episode of Horror House. It's Dom. And Amy. And as always, please take this as your reminder that you are an amazing human being. You are unbelievably cool. You are outrageously awesome. And if we could have any listener for our podcast, you, dear listener, yes, you, would be the one we would pick because you are the bee's knees. Amy? How are you doing today, my lovely? Uh, um, I'm suitably drunk for this time of the day. Suitably drunk. <laughs> Did that answer your question? Uh, no, I'm doing good. Um, it's I mean, been a long week. I started my new job, so I'm very tired because, you know, in the first week of a new job, your brain is just a bit spongy yes. and you have to kind of absorb a lot. Um, and yes. now I'm saturated. Is that a good way to describe my brain? Yeah, That's I'm saturated. That's an interesting choice of words. <laughs> it's ex- I'm sticking with it. You know, if it invokes an image, <laughs> that's not my problem. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I am good. Um, very much looking forward to this episode because it's a, a very special episode. Mm-hmm. It is uh, not only our first collaboration episode of 2024... It is the first time that these lovely ladies would have been on um, Horror House. And I'm very excited to talk about it. They've even, even willingly got up at 6am slash 7am because they're all the way in the land down under, which doesn't exist. It's all made up. They're AI. Don't worry. Um, but they've got up super, super early to join us. Um, and we are very, very appreciative of it. So without further ado... I want to welcome to Horror House for the first time the hosts of the wonderful podcast They Don't Stay Dead, Alexa and Britt. Welcome to Horror House, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, Dom and Amy. <clears throat> you are very, very welcome. Um, so for the people that haven't listened to your show, and if you haven't, then... Why not? You've got to question your life choices. Because, what are you doing here? Yeah, it's not impressed. Not impressed. Um, But for the people that haven't (laughs) heard of you or haven't seen your show or listened to your show, um, 
could you give us a little elevator pitch of what They Don't Stay Dead is about and where people can find you and all of that good stuff? Sure thing. Um, would you like me to do it, Alexa, or would you like to do it? <clears throat> yeah, you go for it. Okay. So we are the hosts of They Don't Stay Dead, which is a paranormal podcast. and We base most of our stories in Australia because that is where we are from. So we research uh, real-life Australian-based hauntings and we tell each other, we don't tell each other what the story is before we tell it and then we get a little bit of the history and then we get a little bit of the paranormal side. And we always like to discuss if we think that the paranormal side is actually ghosts or if it's something else that can be explained away. So we're not fully invested in the paranormal world because we like to keep a, a more of an open mind to make sure that, you know, is it real or is it not? But I think Alexa and I do believe that paranormal exists, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't have a paranormal podcast. But yeah, it's a bit of fun. We um, talk a bit of smack on the podcast. I've never said that word before. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> hey, there's a first time for everything. Yeah, we... You did it well. Keep it going. That is true. Sounded natural. <laughs> so yeah, just rolled off. The... This is in my AI brain just kind of twitching going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> happens <laughs> amazing um so i'm i'm intrigued um because i don't think i've asked you this yet was it something you experienced that made you consider starting the podcast was it an experience that you know someone had how how did they don't stay dead come about i'm asking so, hard hitting questions uh <laughs> alexa and i talked about starting a podcast together I think in 2019 and we had some different ideas uh they were going to be more like maybe chit chat based or just kind of not really have a topic in mind but Alexa and I both have undiagnosed ADHD yes I'm throwing you under the bus here um and we need to have structure (laughs) in our lives so we decided we needed to have something a topic to focus on and we both are really into horror and like the paranormal um, I myself have had paranormal experiences when I was younger, not so much anymore. I feel like it scared me a lot. So I kind of shut myself off to that side of the world. Um, but I'm still open to it, but I just don't want it in my house, you know, so <laughs> I'll be open to it outside of my house, but That's I don't fair. want spirits That's Sensible approach. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, we both just not... have an interest in it. So yeah. yeah. If they're not contributing I myself... to bills and rent then i'm not interested yeah get out exactly. of my house. <laughs> help me out <laughs> yeah Sorry, i myself actually. growing up thought that i didn't have any paranormal experiences i was like yeah it's relatively normal i was more just the person that had insane dreams all the time mm-hmm. my dreams are way too vivid and then i'll wake up and i'll be like what's that i can see things and just <laughs> But as we continue, like, going through this podcast, like, memories keep coming back to me. I'm like, oh, actually, I remember this thing happening. And Britt's like, that's a ghost. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> was it? Okay. Oh, I guess I do have stories. I have, I have quite mm. vivid dreams as well. And now I'm thinking, how many of those were ghosts? Although more recently, my <laughs> dreams have just been Dom telling me that I'm underprepared for the next episode. And and I don't think Dom's oh, no. a ghost. <laughs> So. That, that, <laughs> that is a goddamn lie. Don't believe our listeners. Um, I would never. I would never do that. <laughs> Criticism all the um, time. 
I mean, not all the time. I'm no, not when nice you're just haunting. <laughs> I'm on to you. We'll be I able to tell you at the end of this episode if he is a ghost or not. Please do, yeah. Yeah, please do. Please do. I need to know once and for all. I have all my devices below the camera <laughs> pointing at Dom. Thank you. Okay. I've, I'm getting EMF reads and everything down here. <laughs> it's all kicking off. Cool. So, have you ladies heard of the uh, the family cult um, before? I have not, so I'm very intrigued. Ooh. I don't believe so. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I haven't either, answer. but it sounds it sounds wholesome. Like the mm. family, oh, that's nice. That yeah. sounds good. Like yeah. if it was a restaurant, yeah. I'd want to go eat there. It sounds good. <laughs> but I'm going to guess that it isn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's sense. it. That's it. That does make sense. Um, it's it's obviously very wholesome when the leader's like, yeah, I'm the reincarnation of Jesus Christ, by the way, guys. Sure. Why not? <laughs> that would be pretty that's... exciting. Yeah. Yeah. For it some. can only go well. <laughs> it can only go well. Cool. Are you ready to dive into to Anne and her her family? Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, that sounds so <laughs> nice. And I know it's not going to be. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I am ready. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, under di- under the direction of yoga instructor Anne Hamilton Byrne, the family, also known as the um and I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize for the entirety of Australia because I'm not gonna pronounce this anywhere near right. Um also known as the Sant Iniketan Park Association. Um, and the Great White Brotherhood. I don't know about that last one. Um, it's an Australian that New Age organization worse. that was founded in the middle of the 1960s. Um, born as Evelyn Edwards in 1921, Anne's mother would die in an asylum asylum after being diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh, Hamilton Burns' father struggled to keep a job and wasn't able to care for her by himself, so she spent a lot of her youth moving between orphanages. Um, Hamilton Burns would start doing yoga heavily after having um, one child and losing her husband um, in a vehicle accident. Um, The practice of yoga was still mostly unknown, but Hamilton Burns was intrigued by its ties to Eastern religion and eventually started instructing middle-class housewives in Melbourne who were interested. Um, what came next was anything but a traditional beginning of a yoga teaching career, um, because when you say that you're Jesus Christ reincarnated, you are not having a career in yoga. That is not your career path. I have a question <laughs> for the group. How do you do yoga heavily? Is it is it like Heavily. you just really aggressively pose? Maybe Put yoga. You know? Breathing really loudly. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not. Do you just scream? Over stretching. I don't. I don't know. I, if you've not pulled a hamstring, you're not heavy so, enough. Go harder. No, that's true. <laughs> I yes, did Alexa. do a yoga lesson once in India, and I'm not a yoga person, and the guide the yoga instructor, I guess, who was like, bend your head to your toes, like just bend straight in half. And I was like, I can't do that. I'm just like a 90 degree angle. But everybody's like bending down. It's like, 
now go further, go further. And everybody's like, what? Go further. And he's like, put your head between your legs. And he's like, just going straight through his legs. That's so impressive. That's what Why I imagine. Where else is, is there to go? <laughs> I'm, I'm at my limit. I'm already on the floor. Go through. No, yeah. go I, I don't like the sound of this already. We're, we're so early on about this cult and I'm already like, nope, not doing yoga. Thank you very we're, much. We're crapping on yoga and we're crapping on the cult, cult. <laughs> 12 minutes into this recording. Yes. I think it's okay <laughs> to crap on cults. I mean, not, you know, physically, but like. I think it's okay to. I mean, there could be, be exceptions, cults. you know. There, yeah, there could be. <laughs> there could be. <laughs> okay. All right. I should keep an open mind. I'm sorry. I, I, you should. I bailed out too early on heavy yoga, um, but I'm back in. <laughs> Let's keep going. Though, though the issue is that you know you could you could do it to a certain cult, and that cult could have like some ritual involving human poo or something mm-hmm. and it would just exactly. I mean some people bit. like it but that's no no don't want to think we we <laughs> are a non-kink shaming podcast Amy yeah you know that yeah. <laughs> I mean mostly but come on really that one oh no so uh, someone's yeah. got childhood trauma that's know the, what I'm saying that's the <laughs> one exception to our non-kink shaming <laughs> if you're shitting on people yeah then it's not so much shame just (laughs) as long as it's consensual yeah no fair yeah yeah you don't want to be surprised shat on that's never fun no not speaking from experience from birds you know (laughs) (laughs) even then i don't know if i call it acceptable (laughs) (laughs) i'm just picturing like this middle-aged man who's super flexible and like doing all these yoga cra- and like I'm 32 and I struggle to get myself out of bed without like pulling a muscle I'm just like oh mm-hmm. my god <laughs> I think that's like comes with turning 30 you just all of a sudden you can't like brush your teeth without pulling your neck <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know I'm only 19 um I look forward to yeah. it <laughs> yeah yeah 19 absolutely right Absolutely right. Yeah, shut up. Keep going with the story. <laughs> um, early in the 1960s, um, Eastern uh, mysticism and religion started to pique Western curiosities. And Hamilton Byrne had established a reputation among Melbourne residents who were um, entranced by the new trends. Um, at Santi Inikeaton, um, his residence at Fernie Creek, um in the oh my god in the dandy dandy nong ranges on the eastern (laughs) god i got that right i was so worried um on the eastern outskirts of melbourne um rayna johnson that's what a name um was hosting regular meetings of a religious and philosophical discussion group led by Anne um in around 1964 in 1968, the organization would buy a nearby piece of land and rename it the Santini Keaton Park. Um, and they also built um, the built a lodge um, as a gathering place. However, everything for Anne Hamilton Byrne would change when she would meet Dr. Rainer Johnson, um, a soon-to-be-retired uh, soon physicist. Johnson was immediately taken by Anne 
um, she was, according to uh, Johnson's entry in his diary, quote, unquestionably the wisest, the serenest, and most gracious and generous soul I have ever met. Aww. And they say romance is dead. That's nice. That is, isn't it? Very sweet. What's the catch? Does he want to shit on it? <laughs> <laughs> He's working his way up to that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Reel her in. That's on date two, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. No one does that on the first date. That's reserved for piss. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really I hope Dom warned you about me. I'm really sorry. I did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Don't worry. Um, okay. I good. did. I, I gave them a heads up. <laughs> I did. Nobody's getting sued today. <laughs> I was like, if I was like, if this episode turns strangely sexual, just go with it. <laughs> Do not panic. Hi. <laughs> 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 It's um, me. It's me. Strangely sexual. And the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the group was made up of middle-class professionals. It's believed that a quarter of them were nurses and other healthcare workers, um, and that Johnson recruited many of them by by directing them to Hamilton Burns' yoga lessons. Um, Marion uh, Vinamek, um, who was a member, um, make significant contributions in addition to bringing in new members um, through Johnson. In the late 1960s and early 1970s, Marion owned and operated New Haven Hospital um, in Kew, um, a private psychiatric institution where many of the employees and attending psychiatrists were also members of the group. The Can I just hallucinogenic say, chemical. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. I think it's quite a flawless way to get people into your cult because you're covering it with the practice of yoga and being like, oh, it's this wholesome activity where a group of people get together and we focus on our health and fitness. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I should be making oh, notes. Oh, no, I agree. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to start a cult. I'm intrigued Awkward. what your cult practices would and beliefs would be, to be honest, Amy. I feel like it's poo and pee at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no, that's the impression that you're going to go away with of me. That's what Am you I'm painted okay? yourself as. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, My cult has nothing no. to do with. Um, no, there is no cult. Sorry, that's the official line. There is no cult. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not. It's not a cult, Amy. Is it? It's a family. It's a family. It's not a cult. It's, We're it's all a, a family it's a here. Family. Mm. Yeah, and families share toilets. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I made oh, it really dear. pissy and shitty, and that's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's the theme, and um, we'll run with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All of this is staying in the episode. None of the POP stuff is getting cut out. Yeah, all the stuff that makes me look bad stays in the episode, strangely. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So the hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic chemical, LSD, was used to treat a large number of patients at New Haven. Under the supervision of the group's doctors, um, John McKay and Howard Whitaker, the facility was utilized to find possible new members among the patients and to administer LSD um, to members. In the late 1960s, one of the association's founding members had two... Luc Luca 
Tommies? Are you oh, okay? Lobotomies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. For some reason, Just autocorrect checking. changed that into the most confusing word I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> but lot of lobotomies. Um, electroconvulsive therapies and were given LSD to just top it off. A triple whammy. A great Yikes. combination. <laughs> yeah. At this stage, joining a cult is the least of your worries. Your brain's been split in half and you're high as a kite. You know, who cares if you join a cult? Yeah. So, obviously, Hamilton Byrne um, had members completely under her beck and call. Um, she received everything from them, including their money, their residences, and even their children. Yes, you heard that correctly. She also received their children. In the um, post? In the post. <laughs> An Amazon package just turns up. <laughs> I'm not signing for that. I hope there's some breathing holes in that package. <laughs> yeah, it's like a box that you get like a pet mouse in or something. Just like <laughs> holes in it. The corners chewed off. They've escaped. Nightmare. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like in America, you used to be able to mail children. That used to be a thing. Um, Wild stuff. We'll have to unpack Did that it? one later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched like a weird history YouTube video um, and they talked about it. It's very interesting. Um, Do we need to have the talk yeah, about you your mail a child. usage again? <laughs> <laughs> I it's hope not you're the worst thing like... that's on proxy walls or something so people can't trace you <laughs> it's not the worst not the worst thing that's on there um and hey amy you've told me about your search history so you know yeah but like... i'm not mail ordering kids there's a line so the group started to why did i why did i use the word procure kids that sounds awful um by the early 1970s um some were the family members' children, while others had been uh, falsely adopted. Getting through any red tape involved with a proper legal adoption um, was considerably um, easy because the cult had doctors, nurses, and also lawyers. So they were like, oh, we've got our own legal team. We will, we will we'll get these kids. Don't worry. Goodness. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That that sort of came out of nowhere as well. I do apologise. <laughs> that went dialed we're up. Procuring quite them quick. for what? What? Why are we recruiting kids? Did I miss that part? Yeah, are no, we I still just in the yoga the phase? <laughs> I think we're. I think we're we're out of the yoga phase at this point. Are the kids <laughs> also not just being dosed getting with kids LSD? For yoga? Or we will we will go into that. Oh, we will go no. into that. Oh. oh. Um, I mean, I'm assuming it's the same reason why cults in general probably are able to to get kids um, to to turn to their way of thinking. I suppose you know they're they're quite easily influenced, are they? Aren't they? So especially on LSD. Especially <laughs> on LSD. Yeah, hundred percent. So the children in the cult were homeschooled and kept in seclusion at Kailama. Um, a rural residence often known as Up Top um, at Taylor Bay on Lake um, Eden, close to the town um, of the same name in Victoria. Sorry, Alexa and Britt, if I've butchered that name. I have think not said it perfectly. No, no. It is. I was just 
thinking um, like geographically, like how did they get from Dandenong to Eden? Is it? <laughs> I, I don't know my Australian geography. So. <laughs> oh, it would probably be a couple hours. Yeah, like two to three hour mm. drive. Yeah. Fair enough. That's impressive. I mean, they are shipping via Amazon. About to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they are mail ordering with all the kids, <laughs> so I guess it's pretty quick. They were like, we need to get that prime delivery, guys. We, we can't waste too <laughs> yeah. much time. The group's designated, uh, sorry, children in the cult did not experience a typical and particularly happy um, childhood. <laughs> Shocker. You don't cult. say. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> the, the group's designated, quote, aunties um, who were adult women would take care of the kids while grooming them to look as identical as possible. Oh. Think blonde hair, um, oh. all wearing the same clothes. It's We've had oh, this before and we know it doesn't yeah. end well. <laughs> it's a bit creepy. We're, I'm not going to lie. children of the corn <laughs> territory. That's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, food um, would be withheld. And in worst case scenarios, Hamilton Byrne would lay into the children with her stiletto heel. Um, as long as you followed orders, according to Dave Whitaker, who was raised in the cult, everything was just dandy. Um, Whitaker would um, say, quote, she's not someone that you argued with. If she's hitting people with stiletto shoes, it doesn't sound like someone that you would argue with, to be honest. Mm -mm. I could make a joke, but I'm not going to because this just doesn't sound <laughs> You held that in very well. Thank I'm proud you. of you. I've decided that now I'm known okay. for pee and poo. I should probably keep my mouth shut a bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say just stick to jokes in that realm instead. <laughs> yeah, I'm now exclusively excrement. <laughs> <laughs> this this really isn't going the way I thought it would, but, you know, I'll stick to it. It's fine. So, oh, God, um... If my mum's watching and I mispronounce any of these medications, she's a nurse. I do apologise. Um, flu, flu, fenzin, flu, fenazine, diazepam, um, halo, halo, peridol, and chlorpromazine, among many more psychiatric medications, were often administered to the children in the cult. Um, the kids were subject to an odd drug-fueled initiation ritual once they would reach adolescence. Um, this would comprise of being given do a dose of LSD and left alone in a dark room for a period of time, only receiving visits from Anne herself or one of the cult's psychiatrists. That's horrifying. That's horrendous. Absolutely yeah. horrendous. Why? I, I... Brainwashing. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I don't, how don't understand. cults think, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah. I wish I had answers. Uh, like many cults, the children and other cult members had limited interaction with the outside world. Um, it was all part of the family's motto, quote, unseen, unknown, unheard. However, those words for which the cult abided by would come to a very swift end in 1987, as said earlier, at the hands of a rebellious teenager. But before we get to that, I think now's a good time to take a break um, and breathe and think about the machinations of cults. Um, what do you guys think? Sounds good. Good. I need to do some stuff. hardcore yoga. <laughs> mm. <laughs> cool. So 
We shall see you back here in just a few moments. Dark Adaptation Podcast is a weekly podcast hosted by me, Brianna, and our producer Dyson joins me while working the knobs. Our show explores all things macabre and mysterious. We're talking dark history, true crime, haunted places, you name it. While we typically dive into lesser known stories, we do cover well-known ones too. And for those more let's say popular cases we deliver so much information you're guaranteed to learn something new and sometimes we're even joined by our guest host Steph who brings a cosmic twist to the show our other guest host Paige joins us every other month to bring us into the world of cryptids and folklore tune in every Monday for a new episode full of intrigue and entertainment Dark Adaptation Podcast is available wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And next Monday, we'll catch you on the dark side. Hey, creepy people. This is PNW Haunts and Homicides. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Cassie. Together, we explore stories of the paranormal and true crime throughout the Pacific Northwest. For each episode, we do a tarot reading to help us gain some insight on the topic as we share the facts of the case and our interpretations. You can find our episodes featuring true stories from infamous cases such as the misdeeds of Boeing, as well as lesser known true crime cases like the murders in Tunnel 13 as well as our spooky stories from Pike Place and Raven's Manor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you'd like to listen. Have, Have a, a creepy-ass creepy day. Welcome back, everybody, to part two of this week's um, culty episode. Um, I don't think I'll be joining. I mean, I can't join. But if I was, you know, there at the time, I don't think I'll be joining the family cult. It doesn't seem... It doesn't seem for me. I don't know what you ladies think, but I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I'm not sure if you might I need have to get more choice, out though. of a cult. I probably uh, would. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what these people are gaining at this point. Like, other than being, I'm, yeah. I assume, better at yoga and a little bit of free drugs. Mm. I don't really know what they're gaining. It's certainly not, you know, enlightenment or anything. So I'm with you, Alex. I need more out of this to join mm. i yeah. think that's coming when she you starts pretending me. she's jesus christ mm, also too many, too many children isolated too many children oh yeah <laughs> too yeah. many children around <laughs> <laughs> well, not really they're all high and locked in rooms so <laughs> not terrible all right okay fair point i'm tempted a bit more now <laughs> you can go live your yoga free oh, life in all of the other rooms while they're locked up, you know, <laughs> questioning reality. <laughs> it's every um, parent's dream. <laughs> yeah. The parents are like, you know what? This cult doesn't sound too bad. Uh, it sounds all right. Where do I sign up? Where's a brochure? <laughs> <laughs> it's like summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're not condoning child like- abuse. Before I'd... anyone in the comments says that. We're not. Just no. nip that one in the bud. We're not. We're just having a laugh. Join us. Yeah. We're having a we're having a giggle. I mean it's how we make would... it through this. Yeah, I was about to say, this would be pretty awful to listen to if we if we didn't somehow yeah. 
put a little bit of humor into it. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I'm assuming like Anne was like, it's the end of the world. And, you know, if you join the cult, then you'll be saved. Or so that's a normal cult, mm. you know, way of things, isn't it? Um, so maybe it was that. I don't know. Yoga will so, set you free. Um, only heavy yoga, though. Light yoga. <laughs> yeah. None of this light stuff. Has to be heavy. Go hard or go home. <laughs> that's the yoga way. Go hard or go home. Um, it's at this point that things are about to start for start to unravel um, for the new not so improved Jesus Christ and her group of um, members. In 1987, 14 year old Sarah Moore, whose last name was changed to Hamilton Byrne, um, naturally, uh, was kicked out of the organization for acting disrespectfully towards her adoptive mother. Um, however, did Sarah take this lying down? No, 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 she did not. Um, because what she did do is she would significantly, um, she would, she contributed to uh, significantly to alerting the Victoria Police to the family with the aid of a private investigator and others. As a result, on Friday, August the fourteenth, nineteen eighty-seven, there was a raid um, at Kailama, and uh, every single one of the children were taken out of the compound. Later on, um, Sarah would complete her medical studies and would earn her doctorate. Um, additionally, she would, dis she would uh, discover that she was obviously adopted and would eventually get to meet her biological mother. Um, oh, that's nice. Oh. So that's a nice big fat fuck you to Anne. Um, and in a rare occurrence on this show, because Amy, Amy knows we don't get happy endings very often, but we actually got a, a nice ending. With regards to Sarah on that one. Sorry, I'm just holding a happy ending joke. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're good. Following the raid in 1987, um, and and her husband um, would leave the country and spend the following six years abroad. Uh, they were detained by the FBI in the New York village of Hurleyville in the Catskill Mountains in June 1993. As a result of Operation Forest, which is an inquiry that involved police from Australia, the United Kingdom, and the United States. Like, super team. <laughs> Why did the UK forces. get involved? Uh, I don't know. I just know the UK were just <laughs> like, I want to be included. America makes sense, but the UK is like, well, we'll come over too. <laughs> Let me take part, guys. Stop hogging. Go. Anne and her. Her husband were charged with perjury and conspiracy to commit fraud by falsely registering the births of three unrelated children as their own triplets after being deported to Australia. Um, but the charges were eventually withdrawn. The Hamilton Burns were each fined 5,000 Australian dollary dues. Sorry, people of Australia. Um, <laughs> after entering a guilty plea to the last allegation of creating a false declaration. All of our Australian listeners have now just left this episode <laughs> entirely. I'm tempted. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't tried a very poor Australian accent yet. I'm, I'm controlling myself here. I Can't can do one for you if you want. <laughs> you are Australian. We've had this conversation before. You don't need to yeah, put on an accent. Yeah, but I can do really accent. poor Australian accents. <laughs> Go on then. 
Go on. Yes, Brett. I need to watch this now. <laughs> yeah, that's that it. That's all out. you get from me. <laughs> but the question, I mean, oh, the question dear. now is, can you do a British accent? Oh, oh, not on, without preparation beforehand. <laughs> that's fine. I can say British. British, <laughs> British not pronounced yeah. T's. Yeah, we don't uh, normally pronounce T's. To be fair. <laughs> To be fair, I'm from a part of the UK where we really don't pronounce T's. UK listeners, I'm from Essex. We don't do T's. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've got me there. And I'm from I'm from Hastings, and we can't speak the English language in Hastings. So, oh. No, you're posh. You're doing very well. <laughs> you're posh in Hastings. People always say that. Whenever yeah. I'm like, people are always like, oh, you sound really posh. And I'm just like, I'm from Hastings. I'm not posh. My chubby accent comes out every so often, I've noticed. Sometimes it will rear its head. <laughs> also, this is just a cover-up. This is just a cover-up. Yeah. Chab, really Chab a ghost. does does come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, surprisingly, Anne um, would spend zero time behind bars. Absolutely none. Um but was nevertheless required to compensate multiple people for psychological torture with monetary damages. Following her legal action against Anne, two people got money um, in August 2009. Uh, Rebecca Cook Hamilton, her granddaughter of all people, filed a lawsuit against her in 2007, um, alleging various mental and psychological conditions. Um, She claimed Anne and her um, servants, her co-members, subordinates, whatever you want to call it, um, had subjected her to, quote, cruel and inhumane treatment, um, including beatings, overnight confinement in a freezing shed, and forced medication. Um, In addition, she claimed that she also didn't get enough food. Um, She would get an estimated $250,000 as a result of her lawsuit. And I didn't say dollary dues that time, so... (laughs) Only two people got a payout out of all of the members that were involved in the cult. Only two, as as far as I could find. Yeah, it's not very satisfying, is it? That ending, like, what happened to the rest of the people that were subjected to this? I can't get over no prison time. If if yeah, and that as well. Yeah, that is. If people are suing you for psychological torture, which is a pretty a hefty phrase surely you would think there's got to be some sort of jail time but instead she's paying out what five, how much was and it 250k nothing $250,000 Australian yeah. dollars I don't know what that equates to in British and pounds obviously mailing children <laughs> not count as kidnapping was there no kidnapping charges being able to be thrown around in there Tra- Tra- I reckon there was yeah trafficking that they they might have had more charges against them, but they just didn't stick potentially. Because I suppose the, the the cult had their own lawyers, didn't they? So maybe uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was something to do with oh. that. Oh, it eased I up. tell you I what, if I'd have known psychological torture know. was so cheap, I'd have been doing it ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, with inflation, it's probably a lot more expensive now. Mm. Yeah, this, yeah, this was, I mean, when was this? This was 
this was the 90s early 90s i think so mm. inflation's probably boosted that 250 up a little bit i reckon <laughs> yeah um all right you so, took me out of it uh so it wasn't just that lawsuit um cynthia chan a former family member claimed that she paid hamilton burn $352,115 for property in Olinda, Victoria, um, but that was never given to her. She further claimed that she, that although she paid Hamilton Byrne the sum of $70,400 for another property, that also never been given to her. Maybe after the first time, don't do that. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's fine. She'll give me this one. Ooh. Also, what house is $30,000 in a Linda? Uh, 70,000, 70, 70,000. Yeah. Which still is still considerably Cheap. low. I don't know. Is, is Alinda, it is, to be fair. Well, is, I, is a Linda like a nice place? I don't know. I've never heard of it. What, tell tell us. It's part of the Dandenong Ranges. It's it's very like foresty. It's up on like a mountain. Like it's really beautiful. Seventy thousand seems like a bit of a bargain. Then I'm not going to lie. Very yes. much so. <laughs> Almost too good to be true. You might say. Um, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say it sounds it sounds like a bargain. That would be true if you actually got the property you paid for. It's not so much if you don't. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, Anne claimed that she couldn't recall the incident. She said, that's, that's never happened. <laughs> so she's ah. become a con artist too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not very Jesus-y of her. It's not, is it? You know, she was probably clutching her cross as well when she was like, I can't recall that ever happening. No, no, not at all. So the estimated value um, of... <clears throat> of Chan's um, payout was another $250,000, which still doesn't seem like a massive amount when you paid her like 420000 and you got 250 back. Doesn't seem yeah. fair, no. No, <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Especially, especially when the police believe that Anne's net worth in the 1980s, could have been as high as $50 million. So, wow. In whoa. the 1980s? Yeah. Have you done got... high money conversion rates? I haven't, no. Um, so I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> in, a lot in of comparison. money. Um, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> it explains how she looked the way that she looked then, I guess. Yeah. It's also kind of infuriating that she was worth $50 million, but yet both of these people only got $250,000. Mm. Where was, was she getting that money from? I assume the cult members just gave her Must their whole it. earnings or life savings. Probably. Did you say earlier she was taking their property? Yeah. So I think uh, property, yeah. savings, mm. like she was taking everything from them. So that's... She probably flipped some houses, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. And we're just like, yeah, money. Thank you. That's nice. I'm in the wrong business. So, yeah, she had money, money. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> and by the way, have I mentioned, I'm Like Jesus. this podcasting game isn't right, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> this podcasting game isn't isn't right, Amy. No. So you need to start a cult and, and yeah, just cult it is. give people 
I'll go get my LSD. Hand us over all of their worldly possessions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Anne Hamilton Byrne, or yeah, Auntie Annie, as she was known by the cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's horrendous. That made me feel a little bit ill. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I spent the first half of the episode talking about final piece of years. shit, and now I feel dirty. Like that's made me feel gross. <laughs> <laughs> I need to t- take a shower because <laughs> yeah. I feel I don't feel clean. Um, I feel good. So, so yeah, a- uh, Auntie Annie, as she was known by by her loyal followers, was spent her final years in a nursing home um, and in a very unfortunately ironic twist suffered from dementia which means that she was entirely unaware that she was responsible for the pain and suffering of so many people no that's yeah. just not fair it's not it's, it's she got really away not. with it basically and now she does, yeah. doesn't even remember that she did it. <laughs> that's just such a slap in the face mm. it really really is mm. yeah. um the merciless control exercised by Anne Hamilton Byrne, however, will never be forgotten by the children who managed to flee um, from the family cult. Um, Anne Hamilton Byrne um, would finally kick the bucket on the 13th of June, 2019, living well into her 90s. I think she lived until like 98 or something crazy, which also isn't very fair. No. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Gets to live a long and healthy life. Was she not dosing on the LSD as well? Like, did she not have any repercussions from the drug taking? <laughs> maybe. Maybe she was like, I'm Jesus Christ. I, I ain't taking no LSD. God. <laughs> Surely you don't think you're Jesus unless you're taking LSD, right? Like, we've all had one of those moments. No, probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, no, we haven't. I suppose Sorry. all cult leaders... <laughs> I suppose all cult leaders are probably just to the gills with... So many substances. I just suppose so it's why they believe that the world is ending, or just so yep. high on yoga. Yoga is the real problem here, guys. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the moral of the story: yoga is bad. <laughs> Do drugs, not yoga. <laughs> <laughs> There's another t-shirt idea. <laughs> another t-shirt. But... New merch. Happy days. So, uh, despite the fact that Hamilton Byrne. Um, was strangely enough never accused of abusing children um lex the man that is an actual name fantastic um who oversaw investigations into the cult would call her quote the most evil person i ever came across uh quote those who survived some justice has been served today is not a sad day but a day to celebrate may she rot i couldn't have said it better myself here, here. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Yes, <laughs> Lex Man, with your amazing name and mic drop quote. I love it. That is the family cult. What do you think, ladies? <laughs> I'm still a bit confused as to what their purpose was. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even know if they had one at this point. I think, <clears throat> I think they just wanted to take a load of drugs and... Procure children. Yep. Make millions doing it. Yeah. 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 And make a lot of money. Um, And like I said, that is the first time I've ever heard of an Australian cult. 
Um, obviously, you see a lot of ones in America, and I haven't actually seen that many UK cults, to be fair. It's mm. mainly American. Um, Give me a minute. I haven't started it yet. <laughs> it's in the works. <laughs> it's, it's in the pipeline. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> I had to pop it on the back burner. I had, some knitting. <laughs> I had some knitting. Is that, so instead of yoga, is that what your hook is going to be? Hardcore yeah. knitting. Yeah. Oh, you Knit would yourself definitely happy. get a lot of people in that cult. Right? <laughs> I mean, mo- mostly happy. grandmothers, <laughs> but I'm fine with it. I feel like a lot of millennials as well. We've all kind of taken up knitting as a pastime. Yeah, this is true. No, I can no, offer free avocado true. toast. I mean, mm, oh, we're in. I'm in. I'm already in. Brits, Sweet. like, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Let's talk turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fascinating uh, story. Um, there are so many things that stick out, like. Like Amy said, her not getting any jail time is insane. Like, yeah. not one day. Just she like must have paid someone, right? Yeah, surely. Yeah, I reckon yeah. so. It I mean, other than me. the people that she paid. Absolutely not. That she compensated. She must have paid somebody yeah. else to to get her off. Yeah, yeah. I still it, feel like that's so much money left over to, like, she probably also would have had a really nice nursing home. Oh, yeah. I reckon so. I reckon so. I can't believe Probably it was that much money. Room. That's so much money. Yeah, 50 like, how million. How big was this call? In the 19th that she's money. managed to accumulate that? So I'm going to go hop on Safari and I'm going to convert that because now I really need to know what $50 million in the 1980s is. Yeah. Uh, also, were they all Christian because, <laughs> because of the, the reincarnation thing? Was that how they were also getting people? That's a good point. Um, potentially. They can't all have just been... I mean, yoga and Christianity don't traditionally go hand in hand, do they? So you wouldn't think that you... I mean, I don't know. They don't connect. I think what shocks me <laughs> is that at the start, you said that they were mainly recruiting people in, like, hospital system. Oh, hang on. It was... They, were, they had some nurses and some doctors, right? But then they were also recruiting... Yeah patients from the psych ward yes but yeah. like how do you get the nurses and the doctors involved to start with because like inherently you'd think that they would be quite smart people so they've obviously somehow been manipulated to be involved and then getting people who are in psych wards might be a little bit easier because they're already on some sort of medication and they're already not quite right so you just like give them an idea and then they might spin with it yeah so so 70 70- I know this, so as a, I couldn't find anything about 50 for some reason, but 70 million in the 1980s is worth 270 billion, what? 870 million, that is 795,030. So much <laughs> money. That is so much money. I feel so, like you might want to check yeah. your She's dead now, sources. right? Where's that money gone? Yeah. <laughs> Who did it get passed on to? Not the victims, that's, that's for sure. That's amount of money. Oh, my <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, she was um, uh, a well-off woman. But, unfortunately, she made that very much on the on the backs of some very unpleasant things. Um, mm. It'd be in interesting to have interviews with the children who were in that cult today to see how their lives were changed or if 
you know, the use of drugs at such a young age affected them throughout their adult life or if they were able to come back to some sort of normalcy after that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, how easy would it, I mean, just integrating themselves back into society because their motto in the cult was unseen, unheard. Like, so that's just going also back into such a strange society. motto. Mm, yeah. So creepy. It sounds like the yeah, tagline of a horror bit. movie. Mm, yeah. That I would watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, what 100%. do they gain out of that being unseen and unheard? And what was the third one? Unseen, unknown, unheard. Unknown, unheard. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> like, what do you gain out of it's, that? It sounds like the old prison motto from, like, was it the 1800s where it was, like, um, silence solitary and something else and that was like their prison motto to that's make horrendous. their prisoners better again <laughs> i don't think that's I how mean, that, that works. sounds great <laughs> no no cults are notoriously not the best thing in the world i will i yeah. will admit except um, amy's bad, cult i think amy's cult might be different yeah. you know knit in an avo <laughs> toast you know could be worse. Could be worse. Uh, knitting and toast. A million dollars. It just starts at $5,000 for knitting supplies everywhere. Yeah. It's really, really good wool. And avocados are pretty expensive. Yeah. So, you know, the sign-up fee is going to be pretty yeah. steep. But I'm once from. you're in, oh, oh, okay. It's one of the perks of living in Queensland where avocados are grown. They're quite cheap. Damn it. Maybe you should start um, the cult. I mean, no, you're. I'll take care of the knitting. Yeah, I'll start the cult. I'll I'll <laughs> supply the avocados. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I'll um, give you fifty percent off your membership fee. Thank you. That sounds like a great deal. Welcome. That it's a, like it's a, a sweet deal. deal. And don't forget, <clears throat> I'm still Jesus. Sounds like a. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like a good cult. Avo toast, some knitting. You might get shat on. Who knows? <laughs> um, that comes but... later. Yeah, sounds That's pretty good. way up the level. We're going to have to go through various <laughs> stages of the cult before we get to that point. And it'll be a really healthy shit because oh, I've eaten so yeah. many avocados. I've taken it too far. I'm going to stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Um, on that note, Amy, do you want to see us out for, for this week? Oh, God, now I have to do that, really? Um, sure. Um, I would absolutely love to. <laughs> Thank you so much, Britain Alexa, for joining us and for yes, sitting through absolutely. everything that I've said that I wasn't supposed to say. Um, we hope you've had a good time. <laughs> Have you had a good time? Have you enjoyed your first experience of Horror House? There's I did. one right answer to that. Oh, okay. Yes. No, sorry. I had an awful time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes this wrap up more difficult. No, thank you <laughs> so much the for having us on. Uh We'd love to do this again. I really enjoyed myself. And I will definitely get up this early in the morning for you again. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's so nice. Thank that's you so cute. much. We've loved having you and it's been great. And we Absolutely. will definitely do it again. Yes. Um, in the meantime, yes. everyone, please go check out They Don't Stay Dead. Where, where can people find you? Tell us. Oh, we're available pretty much wherever you get podcasts. So we're on all of the streaming services. So if you just search They Don't Stay Dead, you should find us. There you go. It's as easy as that. Um, 
as easy as it is to join when in an avocado toast cult. That's how easy you are to find. <laughs> Um, please go, do go check us out if you want to support us you can do so by following us on social media you can have our merch store you can use the buy me a coffee link all of the above if you enjoyed this episode please do leave a comment um, ask us a question in the Q&A all of the above all the things we usually say do all of that for us and then also do it for Britain and Alexa over the Don't Stay Dead um, until next time thank you so much for joining us and as always stay spooky Stay spooky, you beautiful bastards. Here's for some heavy yoga. <laughs> I, I, that's never going to happen. I can. That's what barely... I'm going to go do now. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have to be somewhere. Um, I um, I was lying. I don't have work. I'm actually going to go do heavy yoga. Yeah. We all know what that means now. We know you're part of a cult and this is yeah. now your intervention. Yeah, <laughs> it's LSD. I'm going to go do LSD. Sweet. I'll see you there. Brit, we've told you. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> I don't see it that way. <laughs>